the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager on the day after an election that is not resolved. For those of us who believe that the future of the United States was in some ways determined by this election, or would be, the uh, the results looked quite good for a good part of the evening. And then the unresolved became more resolved in favor of the left. To say in favor of Joe Biden is is only true technically. The the issue is the left. That is who who run the Democratic Party, and that is who the president was running against. I was asked constantly for six months, are you optimistic or pessimistic? I answered neither. And I, my answer was right uh, because I knew, uh, or I, I didn't know, but I suspected we're talking about something that in which anything could happen. I, I had good feelings about a lot of the states. I had good feelings about the black vote, about the Latino vote. President got more black votes than he did last time. Got a very big number of Latino votes. It'll be very interesting to see where uh, the president uh, fell, uh, if he did. And uh, apparently uh, that will be, what did they say, suburban white? I don't know what is a suburban white. (laughs) And especially suburban white females. And why? It's an interesting question. Why? Apparently, uh, COVID. The, the onslaught, I'll tell you what is, what is clear. The onslaught against the president that took place for four years, the united front of the Pravda-like media, it is amazing that they did not do better. It is just, it is almost astonishing how well the president did. And the question, of course, and I'll come back to that, but the question, of course, is are votes being honestly counted in Michigan and Wisconsin? Why, and why, I have so many questions that I wish I could give you answers to. Maybe you have answers, not theories. But answers, I don't know. Why do they count the Democratic-run big cities last? Wouldn't you think that results from a rural part of the state would come in last? And that the urban centers would be the first to report? Now, couldn't possibly be because if it's a very close election, they will find votes. Did they find votes overnight in Michigan and or Wisconsin? Let me put it to you this way. Do you think that the Democrats would ever do something like that? That, my friends, is what is known as a rhetorical question. 
Let's take your calls today. Very curious to talk to, as it were, the American people. Hear what you have to say, what you're feeling. It's actually a uh, an invitation to feelings, which is pretty rare. So I like I like reason, but I am curious. One eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. You know what is amazing? In four years, we're going to have po- the same pollsters who were wrong for two elections in a row give us their results. Is, is polling the only profession where you could be completely wrong, uh, so deeply wrong, and and keep your job? <laughs> Does competence matter, matter in polling? 877-243-7776. Michigan and Wisconsin. The, uh, what is it? It's, it? it's a fraction of a percentage point difference where the president was considerably more ahead. At When I went to bed at 1 a.m. Pacific, that's 4 a.m. Or, or 3 a.m. in Michigan. Can somebody tell me why in any event uh, we don't have results the same day in every state? What, what is it? What is it with the counting in these states? But the the mother of issues is one that I said during the election. This notion of sending out millions and millions of ballots to people who didn't request them uh, is an invitation to fraud. I mean, you, if you're an honest person on either side, you have to acknowledge that. We're just going to send tens of millions of ballots out. You didn't register for it. You didn't. You didn't ask for it. It's not an absentee ballot. I'm talking about. In case it's not clear to you, it is just the ballot sent to you. Like to my friend, whose two daughters got two ballots, a ballot each in California and a ballot each in Texas. What if they voted in both? Do you think it would have been caught? It's inconceivable to me. Inconceivable. Then it's dismissed that's just an anecdote. But the number of people with anecdotes about what has gone on with the, with these un, unasked for ballots, as they say, anecdotes add up to statistics. This is the story that uh, we have today. It is too bad that so many Americans just don't believe it, uh, just don't believe that there is honesty in Democratic-controlled counties or Democratic-controlled states. The president invoked the Supreme Court in his comments. I don't know what the Supreme Court can do uh, with... uh, He said voting. This is another issue. If If a... Ballot arrives after Election Day. I don't care if the postmark was 1492. It should not be counted. If you want to take your, uh, if you want to take the risk of sending in a ballot, you take the risk that the post office might delay it. If you want to be sure, send it in way in advance, which I'm not for in any event, uh, or uh, uh, drop it in a box. 
There are boxes available, or do what I did, the odd thing of actually going to a polling place. But, of course, Democrats always seek change. Polling places are not good enough. The integrity of the process is the last concern of the Democrats. The last concern. People vote six weeks ahead of an election. If the president loses, he will have lost over those votes. Came at the worst the possible time uh, in the uh, in the election process when there was a, when there was a lack of momentum for the president after the first debate. And of course, the press suppressed the entire uh, Biden laptop uh, stories. Just suppressed it. And to the extent that they ever mentioned it, it was Russian misinformation or disinformation. It's not a free country. It is not an open country because of the left's influence. The passion of the the support for the president is one of the most moving sights and phenomena of my lifetime. I am with you. This will not. Uh, this will not die if the president uh, is even declared not having won this election. We're we're too many. I mean, it is, it is amazing how many of us. It is amazing how many of us there are who understand the threat of the left. It's not just a support or even love for the president. It is an understanding that the, of the mortal threat the left poses to this country and to the West, the entire Western civilization for which they have contempt, which they themselves label as white supremacist, right? Western civilization is white supremacy. The first thing I rue, I mean, there's so much to rue if, if, if somehow or other Joseph Biden wins. Among them will be draconian measures with regard to the virus, which will do nothing with regard to the virus. Nothing. It will suppress numbers for a a little while. Then it will flare up again. And in the meantime, more Americans will be unemployed. One of the worst things that could happen to a human being. But none of the people who advocate for for lockdowns are unemployed. Have you noticed that? Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 8384 
Okay, everyone, I'm Dennis Prager. Whatever happens, we will be in a big fight for this country. Certainly, there is a huge moral victory. I, I need you to understand that. I don't trust the, the, the I don't trust a lot of what is happening, and I hate to say that because I have never been a conspiracy man. But let me ask you a question again: Why why are the Democratic areas almost always the last ones to report results? Why why wouldn't an honest person ask that question? Which suggests that it's done because then more can be manipulated at the very end, knowing what how much needs to be manipulated. Is that an unfair? An unfair? I think Craig thinks it's unfair, so I'll take his call. Hello, Craig, in Oakland, California. Hi. Hi, Dennis. Yeah, um, just to... Here's what I did yesterday. I was not registered because I changed an address. I live in Oakland. I was able to register and vote within an hour. It was a simple process, all right? Now, you're floating the same thing Donald Trump has been floating. This is a guy who tells his people to go out and vote twice. Okay, he's just joking around. But this voter fraud, I mean, it's only an issue now. It's never been an issue in the history of our voting. Okay, but this guy, because he can't... Well, it has been an issue. It's an issue since John F. Kennedy and Richard Nixon. I mean, there were votes uh, that were thrown out in Illinois. I mean, it's pretty well uh, documented. Dennis, you're a smart guy. You can Google voter fraud, all the research that's been done on it, that's been done on it. It is insignificant. It has no outcome whatsoever on... Okay, all right, so fine. Maybe, look, you know what? Craig, I hope you're right. Uh, I know that uh, Hugh, Hugh Hewitt, who, who is hardly a radical, has written a book, If It Isn't Close, They Can Cheat. It's an entire book about voter fraud on behalf of the and Democrats. you're telling me, Dennis, that you think it's the Democrats that would cheat and not the guy that's, that's messing with the post office that was trying to get the yes, I don't. I, there, there is no. There's no way. Yes, that that's, that's. I do it believe. Happened. I don't believe that's correct because the president has no say there's in what video happened. Of it, Dennis, what are you what? talking about? It's not correct. There's literally video of it. We got pictures out of here. They had they had put chains on mailboxes. All right, and then people got okay. okay what's going on here? So all right, let me ask you a question. Okay, they got caught all, right, all right, you can't filibuster. I don't like okay. the voter suppression tactics. There, there are no. There are no voter the suppression. Republicans. Okay, all right. I, I, I don't get it. I'm sorry. Yes, more people voted than ever. This is the this is voter suppression. If this is voter suppression, may it long live as more people vote forever and ever. Okay, what I wanted to ask is why, uh, like in the in, in Minnesota when they found votes for uh, Al Franken, why why is it always that at the last moment the the lost ballots that determine the election always turn up to be Democratic? I mean, maybe it's true. Maybe there is no fraud. I'm I'm being as uh, as diplomatic as possible. I, I'm I'm asking questions that an honest citizen has a right to ask. Why do last minute votes seem always to show up and turn the election that is close in favor of the Democrat? Why are why is Atlanta the last place to report rural Georgia? in the mountains somewhere is reporting on on election day 
but Atlanta, one of the major cities of the world, can't can't get its reporting in on the day of election. Oh, we have still a vast number of mail-in ballots. Why can people vote six weeks in advance? There, it's we all know why. Because anything that favors the Democrats is passed as a law. And in Pennsylvania, if it comes after Election Day and it's a smudgy postmark, it's fine. Who were the smudgy postmark uh, supervisors? Why is this always happening in either a Democratic-run state or a Democratic-run district? County. I, I, I don't know why these are not legitimate questions. As for voter suppression, I mean, I, I, that's voter suppression by Republicans is as accurate as Russian collusion with the, with the Trump campaign. I'll tell you this, if, uh, if in fact he is declared president, Joe Biden, now you will see a press that uh, is as deceptive on behalf of the president as it was for four years, deceptive against the president. That's that's all it'll be. It'll be cheerleading, whether it is Joe Biden or f- way, way more likely, at least part of the time, if it happens, Kamala Harris. I salute, I salute you who have uh, withstood the barrage of media that half this country, essentially, knows that the media is dishonest, is so encouraging. I, I, I don't want you to despair. If this had been a wipeout as predicted by virtually every pollster, then there would be reason for despair. We, that means we lost the American people. There are two elections. There's an election for president, and there's an election of the American people. Everyone who voted for Donald Trump has in effect said the media and academia are packed with liars. That is an astonishing realization of half this country. That is why, if they have the power, they will go after. Already Twitter uh, uh, Twitter is not allowing tweets that report anything that is uh, not honorable in vote counting in Michigan or Wisconsin. The tweets are simply not allowed to go out. Twitter has become the worst of the tech companies. God willing, the uh, the Republicans will maintain the Senate. They made gains in the House. Do you understand the frustration that the media must feel at, at wow, we have not been able, on all, on very close to being unable even in, in, the, in the presidential election, and they would not have been able to win if they win, had there not been this staggering sending out of ballots uh, over a month in advance, which I at the time said was a, a was I thought, if not illegal, it's, I guess it's not illegal. A pace, a, I guess a, a state can say we'll have voting starting in July, but certainly unethical. One eight Prager seven seven six. And we shall uh, return in a moment. Very interested to hear from you. 
And any uh, illuminating story you may have, it, but it doesn't have to be. A lot of good has been done with Donald Trump as president. Massive good. I'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Yes, everybody, I'm Dennis Prager. 67 million people voted for Donald Trump. Yep. In the view of the New York Times, 67 million Americans are racist and white supremacists. Well, what can I say? The 68 million who voted for Donald, uh, who voted for Joe Biden, are either leftists who want to ruin the country or liberals who vote for people who want to ruin the country. So that that's the division of the country in a nutshell. The left, which is, means the media and academia, believe that 67 million Americans are overt racists and white supremacists. And 67 million Americans believe that 69 million Americans either want to destroy the country or vote for the people who want to destroy the country. Okay, that's a, nobody can deny what I just said. (laughs) They can't deny that those are the perceptions. You can say that they are not accurate, but you can't deny that those are the perceptions. So would you declare that an unbridgeable gulf between left and right, as I have sadly noted for much of my lifetime? Now, as to who is closer to reality, to me, there's no question. It's an amazing thing because I don't know any racists. I know a lot of people. I never met a white supremacist. How could that be? So, of course, they have an answer. Ah, you're a white supremacist. All whites are, but if you, you think you never met a white supremacist, that means you, don't, you never met a white but that's absurd. You meet a white every day you look in the mirror. There you go. That's the intelligent answer of the left. That is what the New York Times believes. One of their uh, writers writes today in the New York Times. This This is his reflection on the election. It is impossible for me, at least, to think about child separation without also thinking about chattel slavery and the nation's vast trade in enslaved people conducted over decades under three generations of American presidents, including men like James Polk, who, decades removed from planter politicians like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe, bought and sold human beings from the White House. He can't, he can't just stop thinking about that. What year was James Polk president? 1840s? Can't stop thinking about it. Well, you know why he can't stop thinking about it? Because America is so non-racist today that he has to go back to James Polk. That's the whole 1619 thing. You think they teach kids that every society on earth, black, Muslim, Christian, Western, Eastern, had slavery in 1619? You think they teach that? You think one kid will learn in school that 12 million slaves, black black enslaved people went 
to Brazil and 340,000 went to the U.S.? Of course not. None of that will stop. 67 million people. If we could organize, we will, we will win back this country. I don't know what the results will be, No, obviously, although I don't trust the, the results in Michigan. I, I, I'm stunned at, oh, well, we have ballots left from Detroit, Wayne County. We have ballots left from Atlanta. Why is that? Why do the major metropolitan areas have, have votes after Election Day? Why can you accept votes after Election Day in Pennsylvania? Because a left-wing judge said so. Your ballot doesn't arrive by election day. Sorry, Charlie. That's the answer. Nor do you mail out ballots that are not requested. Trillions of dollars that this country has spent. Why wasn't why wasn't the billion dollars spent on polling places? Well, because you say the states control it. That's true. States do control it. Maybe they'll have federal election money. Maybe. Maybe that is possible, federal election money for, uh, for places to vote. All right. Want to hear what you have to say? All right, everybody, you're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. I want you to hear, uh, 10 minutes ago, the Republican House leader, Kevin McCarthy, made a statement and I'd like you to hear it. This election has seen record voter turnout that America has not seen in a century, and the American people must be assured that it is both fair and transparent. Now, President Trump's monumental help has uh, expanded the House Republican coalition from Miami to Minnesota to California. From every single pundit, even from the Cook Report to upping the number of losses they said the Republicans would have up to 20 just this week. Or if you listen to Speaker Pelosi or Sherry Bustos, who runs the DCCC, or the Majority Leader, Steny Hoyer, they all said it was double digits. Steny even upped it to 15 this week alone that they would win. They were all wrong. Sherry Bustos is still barely holding on to her own seat. So here are the facts. We also have 11 outstanding races that I feel very confident that will continue to grow and win. We'll likely have an additional 14 to 19 Republican women. This will break the record for the most Republican women coming in at any one time. We'll double the number and we'll set a record for the most women ever in the Republican Party. We'll likely be adding six to nine minorities to our conference, from Florida to New Mexico to Texas to Oklahoma to California. I'm also proud of our candidates and our members, and I especially want to thank our NRCC chair, Tom Emmer. Not only did he win all those special elections that he played in throughout the year. Remember, before we went into the election last night, by the time of being sworn in last, we had more Republicans and fewer Democrats, and we just continued to add to it. Now, I've heard for months from the pollsters and the media about how Republicans were going to lose more seats and cling to shrinking coalitions. We expanded this party that reflects America, that looks like America, and thanks. I think the rejection that we saw last night from the Democrats was that America does not want to be a socialist nation. 
I think the other rejection that we saw, we watched the Democrats promise if they would be given the power to have the majority, that they would act different, that they would solve problems, and they wasted their majority. So we look forward to continuing to work for the American public. Okay. All right. Just uh, some of those data were fascinating about the, the number of votes for the president. I'm thinking about if somehow Joe Biden wins with the razor thin uh, numbers that he uh, would win with, and which a good chunk of the country don't believe were legitimately counted. If if that should be, if that is the case, uh, it won't matter in terms of the radical policies that he will pursue. Whether he wins by a landslide or by 12 votes, uh, he will uh, radically change this country. Because those of you who voted for the Democratic Party, it's irrelevant who the nominee is, totally irrelevant, for any Democrat have voted for socialism, have voted in some cases for communism, have voted for, in many cases, hatred of this country. Uh, where where did I just read? Oh, God, this is driving me crazy. Uh, where for 30 years, oh no, more, for all, all of their history, they had played the national anthem. Did you see the article? Was it a college where they had always played the national anthem before uh, some event, and they didn't this year. Ah, darn, I, I tend to remember what I read. The changes that are taking place, or that will take place. God, I see a picture of the president without a mask, and, and Joe Biden with his mask, his ubiquitous mask. I want a leader who wants to live life. I was on uh, Patrick Ben David's show. He's, he does the great show, the podcast. And he had uh, a, b- a bunch of people with him. This was last night. It was so effective because there were people who didn't agree with me just posing question after question. And do you know what happened? One of them was was Ray Kroc, the the uh, the well known football player. Are you familiar with him? Are you familiar with him, Sean? Sean, hello. Are you familiar with Ray Kroc? Oh, is it? Maybe I got the name wrong. Football player. No, all right, I got that wrong. Be that as it may, uh, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it right. Anyway, there were as uh, a a mixed group, female, black, uh, I don't know who else was there, and they were just throwing questions at me. And I answered them. And it was, I, I really do, I got to get it from Patrick Ben David. The, the, uh, the answers actually were effective. They, when I, he said, what do you mean by left? I mean, it was really, so what, what do you mean? America's not racist. What do you mean? And I answered them. And they had never heard these answers, never in their lives. It was an invaluable, I, I must have spent an hour in total. I, I was expected, I don't know, for 15 minutes. I, and I just had, I had to go on to other interviews. 
They don't hear these arguments. They don't hear. They don't know. You know, the famous, one of the most famous New Testament lines, Father, forgive them. They know, they know not what they do. That is how I feel about people who vote for Biden. Father, forgive them. They do not know what they do. That's really the truth. My relatives, whom I love, who voted for Joe Biden, they do, they in this instance, they don't know what they've done. They're wonderful people. But they truly do not know the damage they do when they vote Democrat. They don't know. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. They know not what they do. Isn't that true? The left knows what it's doing, but most of your relatives, well, I can't speak for your relatives. (laughs) Most of my relatives who voted for Joe Biden are not leftists. So they they know not what they did. Uh, they know they can't stand uh, Donald Trump. Never quite f- understood why that is dispositive. Can't stand a man, so I'll vote for people who will wreck my country. Now, I could understand four years ago, but he had four years. Did he wreck the country? Hmm? A- ask. I'd like to know, what did he do that hurt uh, that hurt America? Not what did he do that you can't stand about him. What did he do that hurt America? Versus what did he do that helped America? It is a, And helped the world. You know where they're jubilant? In Tehran. It's like a holiday in Iran that the Democrats win. It's a holiday in Beijing that the Democrats win. Sixty-seven million votes. Takes it took a lot of strength. It means that half this country, half this country, believes that the New York Times is is a lie. Do, do you understand that? That's a very important little piece of data. I'd love to know what the youth vote was like in the United States. I guess will they be able to break that out? That will be fascinating. I I tell you, it is an unbelievable achievement to have gotten this amount of votes in COVID. He's blamed by by his opponent for two hundred thousand. What will you do? Oh, I'll mandate masks. Well, then I I Dennis am prepared to be arrested. If there is a national mandate that outdoors you wear a mask, then I will realize that truly science is a joke. Science has become a joke because they don't believe in science. They're the ones who have made science a joke. I I have read to you from the New England Journal of Medicine of the uselessness of, of masks outdoors. And if we're going to be honest... Everybody knows how useless it is indoors unless you're congested. But in the most congested place I know, you're allowed to go without a mask, an airplane. Right? While you eat. I guess the virus isn't transmitted while you eat. I guess uh, soon if you tweet what I just said, you will lose your Twitter account. 
God bless this country. We have to fight. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain. In your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 